0: Something that warms the cockles of your bowels Of your bowels? That's not the right sentence Warms the cockles of your bowels That's going on a mug
1: Hello and welcome to Tea with the Morale Queen With me, Millie Armstrong-Clark This week I am chatting to award-winning comedian from Hull Or Ul as the uh, Hull folks say, Jack Gledo It's a really funny chat, I really enjoyed this episode. Um, There's a lot of bodily fluid chat for some reason. Um, Find out what celebrities have (laughs) cleaned up his bodily fluids, a sentence I never thought I'd be saying, and um, we come up with a new business idea, so there's a lot lot of funny things in this episode, I think you'll really enjoy it. Jack's a great guy, he's uh, been doing some really funny TikToks which you're going to want to check out. Without further ado, I'll stop gabbing and let you get on with the episode. Here we are, Jack Gledo. Welcome to the show, Jack Gledo, hello.
0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. (laughs) I've turned it into a Truman Show, haven't I?
1: (laughs) Are you alright today?
0: I'm very well, yeah. I did an actual gig last night, so I'm in like a post-gig mood.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw that. You did, um, was it, so it it was in person, but there was no one in the audience, am I right?
0: Yeah, so it was, so I'm used to doing these Zoom gigs, but this was the same, but you couldn't see the audience, and there was just, in the room was the ten other comedians. Now, anyone that knows comedians, they're not the best audiences, because... (laughs) They, they, are your rivals. They're not gonna, they're not gonna want to watch you. So you essentially just sat with enemies performing <laughs> into into a camera where you don't know if it's doing well or if you're doing rubbish. So yeah.
1: How do you think it went? Then was it all right?
0: Um, if if we're being practical, if I, I, it was like Wembley Arena. There was twenty thousand <laughs> people watching at home.
1: Was there really? I mean, was there a lot?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. Actually, oh. I maybe there was, but let's just. They just say it was 20,000. Could have Cause been. Because who's going to find out?
1: Yeah, it could, could have, have been. been. It could have been each household, it could have had loads of people.
0: Exactly. Every household could have had 10,000 yeah. people in
1: yeah. it. Yeah. You just don't know. How big are these families? Stupid you just mass. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and there might have been people watching through the window. So, yeah. I think it yeah, was about like... Like 20,000. <laughs> 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 so, do you think it went fine then, even though it wasn't? a
0: proper I do yeah I mean when I came off I was like real a bit like oh god that was awful but I think because because you haven't got that reaction as you know when you tell a joke and then you you kind of move on to your next bit if you don't hear the response that kind of leads into your next bit and it's just dead silence you're like ah, oh, yeah okay did that go well so you don't really have that response i mean sometimes you get chuckles from the other comedians and that but that's not comedians laugh at somebody if it's not funny so it's not always a fair representation but i watched it back and i thought yeah it was all right like as good as it can be in that situation
1: oh that's good oh nice one um so have you done many zoom gigs then
0: Yes, and some of them are awful. No, they um, This is meant to be positive, isn't it? <laughs> theory, and I'm going.
1: Yeah. And before I started um, recording, I was like, oh, "Have you got a cup of tea?" And you were like, "I don't even drink tea." So what am I doing? What am I doing? There's no morale. There's no tea.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is with tea is, and well, I get this, I don't like any hot drinks.
1: Oh, so it's not just tea that makes me feel better.
0: Because <laughs> I'm scared, and I don't know how to drink it. <laughs> like i i' I've, I've, I've attempted it, and i just don't get I, it baffles, it blows my mind how to drink a hot <laughs> cup of anything i can't do it it burns my lips and my tongue i i think it's i think you are all aliens people that can do it i just it, i'm baffled
1: so have you've you never had a hot drink I,
0: I've i've t- tried but i've never no, I've, I've never had a full cup of oh. hot anything no. not
1: even a hot chocolate
0: no yeah.
1: Everybody likes hot chocolate. I'm astounded.
0: Well, I, I, I prefer the earlier stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm i in shock. I'm, I've never met well, anyone who wrong.
0: didn't like hot chocolate. Well, it's not that I don't like it. Like, like I've, I've I've tried a bit, and I'm like, like, but it's just too much of a task for me to drink it. Like, <laughs> I don't trust myself because <laughs> I end up spilling it on myself, burning it, and yeah. So Do you know what you could I, get.
1: I, do you remember um, do, you, oh. do you ever watch Keeping Up Appearances back in the day?
0: Um, when you I, first I... said that, I, I thought you meant uh, the Kardashians, <laughs> not the classic sitcom. <laughs> that is that is the world we live in now that if you reference that do you, oh, you mean with Kim K? Yes, we've had a <laughs> bucket, <it>, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh God no, don't worry, I'm not gonna reference the Kardashians at all in this. This is the last time they'll get mentioned and that's a promise. Okay. Um, good. <laughs> um but yeah, did you ever watch Cape Keep- You must have watched Keeping Up appearances.
0: Yeah, it it always seems to be on around Christmas time. Yeah and I always like watch it and when they go on a ferry. It's oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's so cool. good.
1: They but well, you just remind me of the you know the neighbour, she can't she always spills tea. She always breaks the China mugs <laughs> and stuff. And yeah. so she gets one of them sippy cups. So you could try oh. one of you know them little kids like, um, you can't spill them sort of cups.
0: Yeah, my niece has one of them, and I'm I, it does. It, I do like the idea of one of them because then you don't have any problems of dropping it, and anyway. yeah. But yeah. I, I still think it's the the hot fluid in my mouth, which isn't a euphemism. I, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think um, I'd like it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's odd in it the yeah. fact that most people in the world do it and get along fine, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sure there's other things that I'm sure there's something everyone does that I don't do. Baths, I don't like baths. You don't like baths. No, See, so I'm, I'm
0: the complete opposite. <laughs> there, I love a bath. I, I love me
1: a... <laughs> I want hot fluid in my mouth. I don't want it on me. <laughs> Again, not <laughs> <the> euphemism.
0: <laughs> I I love a hot, warm bath. That's the yeah. I I get the boiling point and get in getting the bath. Really? My girlfriend's just got a house that I'm going to be moving to. And it Ooh. doesn't have a bath. Oh! And that this is a difficult thing, isn't it? Like, yeah. Do I live with her or do I say, yeah. "Well, gotta get gotta get a bath"? You could I, get I'll one be installed. I've in the garden. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> is she bothered about baths?
0: No, she's a shower person.
1: Oh, say so they're just so much better.
0: I said shower, but shower there in case she's listening. Not shallow, like it sounded a bit like <laughs> she's a shower person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think you should get a tub in the garden. I'll do what they used to do back in the olden times where they had like a metal tub by the fire.
0: I just look like the, the way I look, I just look, look like Steptoe and show <laughs> bathing myself in a bin, <laughs> wouldn't I?
1: I used to love that show as well. Another classic sitcom.
0: <laughs> That's what you you come for the tea and coffee, you stay for the classic sitcom banter. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, at least, like, if you said you didn't like tea and then you were like, what's keeping up appearances, then I might just be like, oh, sorry, can't hear you, you're breaking up a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the recording's gone wrong, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, so that's a relief. Um, uh, so, for people that don't know you, you're a comedian, and... Uh,
0: yes, many but... people, probably everybody listening to this are people that don't know me. <laughs> I
1: was, uh... I was trying to beg you up there. Um, oh, thank you. Know, let's whole... do it.
0: Sorry, let's, let's do it again. For well, there like again. two and people I...
1: in the world that don't know you.
0: That no. don't know me? Yeah. Wow, that's a big, big up. <laughs> Does that mean Kim Kardashian knows me? Yeah. Sorry, well, I've mentioned her again.
1: Maybe it's just Kim and Kanye that don't know you. <laughs> They're probably the only people. Well,
0: I don't know if that's a, like, um, a privilege or not, that the fact that they don't know who I am. <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know is that a good or a bad thing
0: does that mean they know who you are
1: oh yeah they def- definitely do oh
0: have they <laughs> been on this yet?
1: <laughs> regular listeners are always begging me to come on <laughs> oh like every week i'm sick of the emails oh. did you see oh i said i wasn't going to talk about it. i'm gonna have to say <laughs> did you see that that hologram that he got of a dead dad
0: yeah that is weird isn't it
1: yeah that is weird and they might get one of you when they find out who you are, what?
0: was that that sounded like a threat as well <laughs> as?
1: <laughs> it might be trapped in the Kardashian house forever. That would be nightmare. But um, what was that? What was I going to say before I got talking about that? Oh yeah, so you're a comedian. That's what I was going to say. Um, how long have you been doing comedy for?
0: Well, technically, my whole life because. I I started performing like comedy magic when I was like 10 and I started doing that on like the stage and stuff from that age so I've kind of always, it's weird, I've kind of always wanted to do performing and being being the centre of attention essentially, like I've always kind of liked making, if I'm ever in a room and there's silence I like to put a bit of joy and laughter into it. Oh yeah.
1: Why not? You don't want to be miserable, do
0: you? No, well, yeah. Well, say that to some of the audiences from my Edinburgh show. <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, but it's really hit and miss though, With um, especially up there, because there's such a variety.
0: Yeah, you get some really good shows, and then the pe- Cause people... Are just some people know who you are and have seen you at gigs and come and see you, and other people just see your poster and give it a gamble. And you know, with comedy, some styles just aren't for you. It's the it's the same as tea yeah. and coffee. Some people <laughs> like tea, some. Yeah. I don't think people realise that it's fine to not like something.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's it's especially with, like trolls on Twitter that the people that go out their way to to say I do not like this comedian. Like, if you you wouldn't like storm Costa telling them you didn't like their coffee, you yeah. preferred Starbucks, would you? Yeah. Like, I think it's a weird concept that people think they have the right to tell someone that they are rubbish when they're clearly good for some other people if you know what I mean I think should just be I I hoped that this lockdown would would have eradicated like critics and stuff and made critics a lot nicer but it's it's probably not
1: oh really oh that's a shame I know what you mean though yeah there isn't one type of comedy there's so many different types that there's going to be something you love and something you hate Mm. You just got to, somewhere like Edinburgh, it's great, isn't it? You just got to see what's what's about, and there's always going to be something yeah. you like. I got trapped in a room with someone in doing a show. They didn't lock me in a cupboard, mm. that sounds <laughs> like they uh, held me hostage. Um, and they were like, Oh, the man with the fly was like, Oh, do you like The Mighty boosh? And I was like, Yeah, I love The Mighty boosh. And he was like, Oh, you'll definitely like this then. And it was one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> and I got basically this woman, she had these little shorts on and she had these fake testicles that were like dangling out the bottom. And she just kept shouting at people and like doing an impression of Rolf Harris. It was really weird. Oh my God. <laughs> and me and my friend were like, this is an hour long show, I can't stay. And I felt really bad. This was ages before I'd tried um, stand up. But I was like, I can't sit yeah. in here for an hour. This is, I just can't. And so as soon as she, like, turned her back to, like, change her costume, we lagged it out, and I felt really bad, but I just couldn't stay. It was just terrible. But then the next I room... I think everyone's in... done that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they must have done.
0: Everyone has to leave a show, like, that they... But isn't it better for you to leave, and then you're letting everyone in there enjoy it? And then... Yeah. But sometimes you don't want to be the ringleader you leave, and then everyone <laughs> thinks, oh, oh, does that mean we can go? We can go. We're not trapped.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. There was some people enjoying it, so I didn't feel too bad. But yeah, it's very hit and miss. But um, I find that because I've I've only seen you live once, which was in August last year when at that mm. um, oh, I can't remember what it's called
0: now. Big Comedy Garden Gala. Yeah, thing.
1: yeah, that one. Um, that was the last gig that I've done in. Well, I haven't done any online ones. I'm a bit scared. but Because yeah. um, like you were saying about not getting the reaction, I'm a bit scared about that. Just silence. <laughs>
0: um,
1: But, yeah, you're kind I of... I think
0: it. you do quite well because you're quite like affable and chatty and oh. I think online geeks, are, I think you do really well on them because you're likeable. So I think oh, that's, nice. that's the type of stuff that kind of works online rather than yeah. like your straight, aggressive type. Even though that does work, but I think I think people... If you've got a warm personality, I think it works, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, you've buttered me up now. I might have to give it a go. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to see what's out there. I'm just a bit... like, oh God, it's a bit scary, isn't it, sitting looking at your webcam? And with nobody is, yeah. making a noise. It
0: is, I've done a lot of corporate ones where it's companies that have paid for you to come on to their meetings and you're like... None of them know who you are. None of them wanted this. It's just some exec at the company that thought it'd be a good idea. And then you've got to try and do material about being from all. And they're like, <laughs> I don't care, I'm from Germany. What's, who's this guy? <laughs> like, So it is odd. You can hear them as well. But sometimes it, sometimes it's worse when you can hear them if they're not laughing. Because oh, they're like, well,
1: yeah."
0: I'll just pretend the mic's moving. But most of the time, most of the ones I've done have been lovely. And they, they... They're not the same as a live gig, but they're the best you can get for now, like, sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I know, it's a shame, isn't it? I was absolutely gutted when, obviously, everyone was gutted when everything stopped, but I was like, oh, I was just really getting into the, like, Mm. live comedy. Um, Because I only started the like, 2019, I've not been doing it that long, but I was just like... was getting really excited about doing more and then when everything stopped, I was like, well, obviously, I bet everyone was absolutely gutted. But it is good that we've got the option of online.
0: Yeah, it is. And I think, yeah, it must be out of, when you're first starting, as a new passion and then it's just taken away. It's just a bit, like, uh, strange to... Because, like, hopefully, we'll get back to it and things will be normal and stuff. But I think it will put a lot of people off from doing it. Also... Mm. I think it'll make a lot of people want to do it because people in lockdown will be like, you know what, I've never given this a go. And I think hopefully when things get back to normality, people will realise that things they have always wanted to do, they should just do it and give it a go. Yeah. I think We've learned from this that time is precious.
1: Oh, I know, that's really true. I know, I keep thinking of all the things that I could have done which I didn't do and you think, oh, I wish I could go back. But, yeah, I'm sure we'll have it all to come, hopefully... Ne- if not this year next
0: year definitely yeah. at some point in the future yeah whenever you're listening to this <laughs> listen, if you listen to this podcast in about five years you'll be like what, what on earth are they talking about
1: <laughs> yeah i hope we've all forgotten about it all in five years like <laughs> it's just everything's normal again but um yeah so your comedy i think it's very um versatile like i, f- I feel like it's um a lot of people will be drawn to you because it's very... Um, oh, what's the word? Like, you you talk about things we can all relate to.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I think so. I, yeah, I, I like that description because some people describe it as proper in audience participation because I've done bits of that before. And I think when, when you do a little bit of that, people pigeonhole it as that, but my main style has always been trying to do relatable things in like a bit of a quirky way but not too quirky that it's too weird like Mm. i like it i like people i just like yeah observations and stuff and messing about and hopefully making people laugh
1: yeah oh that's good feels
0: like a job interview now
1: (laughs) it does sorry i'm being a bit formal aren't i um did I get on the podcast?
0: Have I
1: made it? <laughs> no, I've already stopped recalling after you said you didn't like tea. To be honest, I'm
0: just <laughs>
1: this is just humouring you. Um, but you, when well, you sent me um, a link to your, was it your website, which has got all your achievements on it? You've won loads of awards. Yeah, I've done all right. Yeah,
0: um, I don't really think about it. And I'll talk about my awards a lot. But yeah, yeah I, I have, I have done all right in. There. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's lovely and it's nice and it gives you a bit of a boost, but it doesn't mean like you're guaranteed anything. You've still got to work hard in this business. Same oh yeah,
1: you're
0: doing it. But um, it is nice. It's nice for someone to pat you on the back and go, "Hey, you're right, you."
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, you've won. You've won loads of things, and you've um, you've performed for Harry Hill. That's one thing I noticed as well.
0: Yeah, well, Harry Hill had a TV series, and I had an audition for it, and it was doing a gig for him, and and then after the gig, Harry Hill gave me a lift home, uh, back to my hotel. Well, he didn't; it was in in a car, and uh, I basically had a forty-five minute drive around London, just me and Harry Hill chatting about comedy, and that was so surreal. (laughs) But this this isn't the good part of the story. After after the after they dropped me off at the train station, to which was near my hotel, I um, I really needed the toilet, and none, nowhere was open, and I nearly I nearly weed myself. Basically, after <laughs> Harry Hill dropped me off, so
1: oh, imagine if you'd wet yourself in front of Harry Hill. I
0: imagine, yeah. Well, I did at one point. Do you have to do that thing where you cross your legs? <laughs> and he did look over, and I was like, he definitely notices that that's a bit weird. But I'm like, what if I weed myself in this like private hire car in front of Ariel? That would have been no. dead odd, wouldn't it? Yeah. But I didn't <laughs> wee myself in front of Ariel.
1: That's a relief. It would have been, been, grits, been good stand up though. Yeah. <laughs> That'd have been great stand
0: up, Let's just yeah actually yeah, let's change it. I did we myself in yeah. front of Ariel. Yeah. And then
1: he had to clean it off yeah.
0: Well Gok Wan cleaned up my sick one. What? That, that's my most embarrassing. Is that story. true. Yeah. Um so I, I've this makes it sound like I often get into celebrity skips <laughs> where they clean up bodily <laughs> fluids for me.
1: What's the Gok Wan story? I've got to hear this.
0: Well, I was in London, um, with my friend and then we were in a bar and then Gok One walks in and my friend's a magician as well and he um he said, Oh, he's learning magic at the minute So we got talking to Gok and then he shows the magic trick and he said, Oh, do you want to come join us in the VIP? Bit we're having a few drinks." So yeah, you know what? Thinking it was big time, it was literally the table next to us which had. It's like that bit in extras where it's just like a bit of tape between us. <laughs> oh, yeah. the table.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and we're chatting and then getting along and then night ends. Next day, I get a message on Twitter saying, "Oh, do you, do you want to come for a few more drinks?" Yeah, all right. And then see, meet him in Covent Garden again and. Then Great. Next day meet him again for for brunch. We're having a nice chat and that and this at this stage I'd been on a five day binge that started with Eurovision on the Friday <laughs> and i have not stopped drinking all weekend. Oh god. So this is this is about twelve o'clock in the afternoon. We're having like a bag and chips at this fancy shoho restaurant outside and I'm freezing so Gok goes up to his nearby flat and brings like a ten pound jacket or whatever for me to oh wear. call. and then i i just do you know when you know you're gonna be sick and <laughs> yeah. you can either try and swallow the sick or you just think <laughs> right i've, I've got to let this go so what i did is i tried the first option and my body was not it wasn't accepting that so it's the thing is the toilets in the thing was down like uh, down like steps that I couldn't get to so I just ran to the other side of the street and was like sick outside a restaurant into like the drain pipes and then Gok went up and got a kettle from his flat <laughs> and then like watered the water down people were looking and staring and he was like apologizing <laughs> and then never see never never seen him again don't know why
1: um, Do you know what I've just realized that's the reason you've got a problem with hot drinks because you've got the, the image of Gokwan pouring <laughs> yeah. kettle water on your sick. Yeah. And so now you associate tea with sick. That's I'm, I've been like analysing you. I've figured it out. Psychiatric, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, that's that's amazing. How That's such a random story. <laughs> Was it just you two?
0: Uh, no, um, his friend um, who fantastic drag queen whose name i've forgotten um and uh, my mate from uni um and it was he's a lovely guy like um we we spent like a days together because we just no just get get on with someone yeah. and just i think especially in this industry you 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 meet someone for a couple of weeks or a couple of days and then you just become instant mates and then you never see him again um, yeah and i think that kind of Close the book on well, never going out, <laughs> out with him again. But um he still follows me on Twitter. So one day, one day we will re- reunite. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, that's cool! It does seem like a nice guy from what I've heard, from things I've heard him talk on. He sounds really decent. Mm, sounds yeah, like he has yeah. good house parties. He has like good, these massive yeah. Well, parties.
0: here's the thing: we we was invited back to the to the house party for a DJ set on the first night but oh. i i got a bit too drunk and <sighs> we we should have gone home we had to go home because my mates said, now well we'll get off um oh. so which is good I've, I've stopped drinking this year in 2021 oh, okay. so it's it, I, maybe don't want to do it again i mean i still get drunk but you know
1: Putting it out, there. I'm sure he's listening to this. Like <laughs> oh, he Gok loves this podcast. He's a massive fan. Does Gok he like Gok,
0: Kim and do a listening party.
1: <laughs> day do, they've started a forum discussing it. <laughs> yeah. does, um Does he drink tea?
0: You, you know, it never came up. Oh. never came up in conversation. It, there wasn't a point where I went, Gok, sorry, sorry to stop this night out and everything, but big important question. <laughs> He said, are you going to ask me how to look good and naked? No, no, got what I want. I'm like, are you going to ask me about nice fashion? No, no, got what I want to know, tea or coffee.
1: I think he'd be, no, I think he'd be a coffee man. I think That's he'd good. be a strong black coffee man if I had to pinpoint him. That's what he strikes me as.
0: Well, I've just Googled One coffee and uh a link to a Twitter comes up saying of a tweet he did in 2018 saying coffee machines of dreams so I think that oh, causes yes. the fact that he, likes, that he likes coffee, there we go Yeah, he'll definitely that is an exclusive addition. here on the <laughs> podcast for you for your ears
1: oh, I could get him on, he could talk about coffee and I could talk about <laughs> tea and then I'll tell him I promise I won't be sick if you invite me to hang out with you
0: Which <laughs> I probably
1: would I'm a very sicky drunk as well it's horrible isn't it cut you off um so when have you got any more gigs lined up
0: um i've got a zoom one in a month (laughs) i've got maybe a couple of little acting jobs that might pop up um you you do these self-tape things that, that some of them you get a job out of it some of them you don't um so they're kind of that's that's kind of what i'm doing at the minute i'm making tiktoks i'm doing self tapes. Oh, yeah they're really the old... funny oh thank you um i wish i wish half the other tiktok uh people you thought that because tiktok's <laughs> a weird a weird thing someone will have two million followers and it's just them miming to someone else's joke really yeah
1: it's so weird oh is that good
0: oh, exactly but people people love it um But then you get me doing silly, silly stuff. So if you like silly stuff, some some funny bits. What's your name on
1: um, TikTok? Because I'm not on TikTok.
0: Squeaky Northerner, which I don't know. (laughs) I chose it because I thought, oh, that sounds nice, like a bit different. But I don't know if I should have just used my own name. Oh, well, yeah. Squeaky Northerner. That's quite funny.
1: Yeah. um, yeah, I don't know how I came
0: up with it. I think it's good. I, I keep it that way. I suggest yeah.
1: <laughs> just because I don't know. I like I quite like Instagram. Um, I don't really like Facebook or Twitter a bit. Mm I don't
0: know. I don't like Twitter because every time I tweet, I lose a follower. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, literally, I'm like, what am I doing wrong?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird place, Twitter, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I've I've always found Twitter a weird beast. Um. And yeah, all of them are weird, aren't they? Yeah really? they are when think you think about, about it. Yeah.
1: And TikTok, I think what puts me off is um little fifteen year old girls doing dances and it's just really boring.
0: Well you don't see a lot of that to be honest. Um and you can you can what's good is you can kind of filter the settings so oh, that you, you you can see like say if you just wanted to see comedy on it, you'd only see comedy on it. Yeah. Um and I learned a brilliant thing is you can filter the comments so you can stop trolls from oh, commenting, which is, which is great. You can, like, certain emojis that trolls use, you can, like, you're not posting that, you get yeah.
1: away with it. Yeah, I saw you shared that comment the other day that somebody had put, oh, this guy's definitely on the spectrum.
0: Yeah, I got diagnosed as an autistic person from <laughs> someone on TikTok, and I'm like... First of all, if, if i was and if indeed i am I, mean, I have genuinely never had a test or whatever there's nothing wrong with that the way he was no. insinuating, yeah exactly. and, and i don't think that person has the right to say that to someone i think it's quite <laughs> i think it's quite harsh and like yeah. uncalled for but yeah
1: yeah i know what you mean Weird. like there's nothing wrong if you are obviously but why would you just be randomly telling people <laughs> yeah yeah That's... Yeah, people are weird. That's what puts me off. I'm like, oh, I can't be doing with this.
0: Yeah, and it does annoy you sometimes. What, what people? Just people on the internet, um, are sometimes not nice. But then it's lovely when you see the warming stories and like the videos of like something that warms the cockles of your yeah. bowels of your bowels. That's not the right <laughs> sentence. Warms the cockles of your bowels. That's going on a mug. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know what you mean. Like when you see um. A soldier who's come back from war and his dog's waiting for him. Oh. That's that's what you want.
0: I think I think some people prefer to call them the wives, but whatever you wanna <laughs> call it,
1: Millie. <laughs> the internet's a weird place, isn't it? For it's either lovely or horrible.
0: Yeah, but that that I'm good. that is life, isn't yeah. it? It's either lovely or horrible. Um yeah. You choose the path of what you like. I think I think it's you get a lot of people that are tra- t- cynical people are cynical aren't they so someone will do like a heartwarming video and mm. then someone will put it's fake or you're just yeah. doing this for the likes and you're like well yeah i don't know, know. You so i mean yeah. you see, everyone's cynical sometimes you're like that you are definitely you can see it when someone's just like sometimes when someone films themselves giving money to homeless people i think sometimes that is done in a genuinely lovely way and the you can oh, tell yeah. that it's done from the heart. But then sometimes you can see when it, it's like when you've you seen these pictures on the internet when Instagram boggers have gone to protests, took a picture and then got back in a car just so it looks like really? that they they oh, were no, in the protest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's joking. like videos and you're like, oh, that's, that's not called for it. If, yeah. if you're going to post about it, you got to at least stand by it and believe in it, not oh, just
1: yeah. get more... Yeah, I heard about this thing as well that um, apparently some men are doing on like Tinder called work fishing or something where the work fishing. <laughs> well, something like that. I think it was called where the um, they put on the Tinder. Oh, really into feminism and puppies, and then you get to know them and they're really misogynistic. They don't even like dogs. <gasps> that sort of thing.
0: John Urban Dictionary's definition of work fishing. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Work fishing is when a man, whom is talking to a woman, starts asking <laughs> her vague questions regarding progressive causes in effort to, te- to determine her interest <laughs> level and then mirror her responses. Said man has no interest in the same groups or causes and is just trying to find commonalities with a girl to get into her pants. Oh, wow.
1: that's not cool. No. Oh, how's that come about? That's just, that's just what world we live in.
0: That, that's always that that's always existed in some form oh, hasn't it? Yeah. where someone's tried like lied about some people have lied about jobs to make them sound better or, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah i work in accounts or i work in tv well do you really no i just watch netflix
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know what you mean oh, i can't lie i'm too honest about stuff
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah like can. i said that like i can lie, like no, I think rubbish. I can do little white lies.
1: Oh like... yeah, like oh yeah, your hair looks lovely, and that <laughs> sort of thing. But not, no, I couldn't say like oh yeah, I've got loads of experience in this job, and I
0: couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, little white lies, like oh yeah, I'm sure I'll come and do your podcast. It sounds great.
1: And <laughs> like it were with me, and then three <laughs> weeks later, um, have you talking about jobs? Have you ever had a job that isn't comedy art performing?
0: Yes, i um, I used to work in retail. Oh, did you? I uh, worked at Next. What, did uh, you get a lot of material Primark from and that? Next, Home. Oh. yeah, I did. Um, I I used to write jokes on till receipts when I was at work. So did you? I, I'd be walking around doing my work, and then I'd have an idea, and I'd run to the till, like pull, like press the till receipt button, so it'd bring a bit of the till receipt, rip it off, write mm-hmm. some jokes on it and put it in my pocket. But sometimes I got <laughs> caught where someone had seen me do it and then asked me a question about where something was. And I'd have to say one second, I'm just doing something, when I'd just be writing a punchline down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and did you get told off?
0: No, I didn't get told off. Pe- pe- I think people let me get, a- get away with it. Um, oh, it, it, it. It is weird working in retail. It's not something... Like, it, I, I started working at Primark uh, well, first I started at Next in 2012, and then like, the same year I started stand-up, and then I left, and then I went to Primark, then I went to uni, and then I started, I was still doing comedy and that, and then I, I I had to go back to Primark, uh, to Next in Hull, and I was there, and some of the old employees were there that I used to work with, and they were like, oh, how's your comedy going? And I was picking some clothes up off the floor at the time and I went, How do you think it's going? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Back here. <laughs> yeah. Um but then then it got to like twenty eighteen and I didn't have to have a job anymore. I could do comedy and stuff. And that was that was nice. Oh, and then that's good. just just doing it for two years full time and then then this Rogi Violas yeah. gets involved.
1: Oh. So have you do you think you might have to get another job or have you?
0: Don't know, it depends in what form, like, because I did media at uni, so if there's uh, anything yeah. I can do with that, um, or I'm going to try and, like, run my own nights and stuff in various places, which will hopefully, like, top up the income. Because I yeah. think it's, at one point, it is going to be difficult for a couple of years, I think, because there will only be certain gigs, and obviously there's a lot of comedians, so some are going to get priority others mm. and... I think so yeah i think it's gonna to be tough for a bit but then i think at some point it's just gonna to have to turn return back to the normality and where oh, yeah. everywhere's gonna have gigs and that so yeah i might have to get some sort of job and there's no pressure in that there's like i think like lots of comics have had to, to get full-time oh, yeah, jobs during this and i think like but then it's people like for me it wouldn't be too bad if i had to go back to retail because it's only a couple of years since I've not done it, but some comics have never not done stand-up. They've been doing it since mm. they're 18, and now they're in their 40s, 50s, some of them, and they've had to get normal jobs. It must oh, be strange.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I never thought about it like that. That's a good point. Yeah. You think
0: all these like acting thespians, like all those drama teachers, over-the-top drama teachers that have only ever done drama and am drama, and you're like, they're now working in Tesco.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, that's sad, isn't it? Yeah, I just think, but but, like, I hope people like that that have done something like that all their life can just return. Stuff will be because it's the passion they'd never believed that they'd have to do, like working in a shop. But I think things will come back to normal. Is what we keep saying, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I'm sure they will. Hopefully, now the vaccine's coming out as well. Hopefully soon. so you did you say you first did stand up in two thousand and twelve?
0: Yes. Wow. That's like nine years ago. Yeah. Isn't it?
1: Did um? How did you first have a gig going? Where was it?
0: It was a union mashup in uh, in Hull, um, which is on Princess Ave, and it went really well. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and then from there, I did about a hundred and twenty gigs in my first year, and then.
1: Wow, that's
0: a lot. Kind of did it for about three or four years, and then got a bit disillusioned with it. And then, and then I started doing a new style in like twenty seven. Not new style, but I tried. I tried to be a bit more courageous, try new bits on stage and that. And then that's when things started to kick off and yeah became like an option for it to be like full time. So oh, that's good. it is. I think one thing I say to anyone that's starting it is just to kind of just enjoy it and enjoy like the journey of it because it's I think people are too career minded with it nowadays like some mm. people start it because they wanted to do it as a job obviously everyone wants to do it a job but I mean they, they they have like an end goal of I need to be on telly and you're like well do you not just want to do it for the love of the art form and to mm. do, to make people laugh I think you've got to have dreams yeah. but you you should also have a basis in like Lee Mack always says like no matter how much TV and fame he always has to he always makes his decisions on whether he could survive if he had to go back on the comedy circuit so I think oh, you, yeah. you've got and comedy circuit's great I mean it has his ups and down like any job but
1: yeah oh yeah it's it's really fun isn't it even if even if you're not doing it as a full-time job you're just doing it as a hobby
0: oh yeah definitely like if anything they're the funnest times when you knew because there's there's nothing to lose like what you can just have fun with it and then carry on whereas no one no one's stopping you doing stand up. there's no one saying you can can't do that like if you want to go on and be offensive good luck to you you can but not saying you're gonna get get booked again yeah that's true but if you if you want to try something you can try it if if it doesn't work it doesn't work if it does it does like it's just yeah no one's stopping you from doing anything you want
1: yeah no that's so true um did you know sometimes when you try something and then you don't get a good response and then sometimes you do the same thing somewhere else and you do get a good response how many times would say if you got a bad response how many times would you keep doing that bit to check that it worked
0: i don't know really i think it it depends how like sometimes people say you usually about free gigs but i think there's times when i I keep jokes in just cuz i like I, I like them yeah right? i know and then it's weird some jokes there's, there's times when i've kept jokes in that i keep in for myself and i like and then it really shocks me at some gigs when that goes really well and i'm like oh i found my crowd yeah. <laughs> these <are> people <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i think it's odd, isn't it? How some yeah. things work in front of some people and some others don't. There's all that yeah. thing about taste again, isn't it? Like, it's just. The, 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 an audience is weird, isn't it? Because it is, an yeah. audience is a. Every single time, it's a different beast. Like, it's a different abnormality. Like, if you take one person out of that room, it's a different type of audience. It's so weird.
1: Yeah, it is really odd. It's like I've sometimes I've put loads of effort into something I'm gonna say, and I think oh, this is gonna go down really well. Then it doesn't get a good response, and then I'll mention something that I thought was just like a little joke, and it'll go really well. and I'm thinking they're really like that. I didn't think much yeah. of that bit.
0: It's I really paid two hundred and fifty pound for a microphone that sings for a gag, and it didn't work. Imagine my <laughs> dismay at that. Oh, no.
1: What do you mean it sings?
0: Well, I thought it'd be funny if a microphone was on the stage and I walked on and every time I went near it, it started singing Don't Leave Me This Way by The ads
1: And it didn't go down well?
0: No, it didn't really work um, as well as I hoped. And yeah, and, and the contraption that I had, every time I clicked for the mouth to open on the microphone, it just made this really loud buzzing sound. Oh so, no! So, are playing with like the, <laughs> right <in> the background, <laughs> and me like doing a silly dance next to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. What? Yeah, you can't really guess what's going to work until you try it, can you? It's weird. No,
0: and like you said, then like sometimes you say something off, off, off common. Yeah. And then that'll really work, and you're like, oh, well, oh, that's strange.
1: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? um so did you, did you say you've got your own night? Or are you planning on starting your own night?
0: well I, I did one in um I started again in October I started uh a thing called Jack's Night out um and then so I'm planning on hopefully bringing that back at some point and it's essentially like big game standups with like a chat show element in it and then like some some game show bits and stuff. Just, oh, nice. just like a, a full night out for everyone. Um, oh, that sounds good. So hopefully I can bring that back. Is that um, in Hull? That'll be in Hull and possibly a couple of other towns. That, And then... Oh, that sounds good. I'm going to do a tour. Because I was doing my first tour when this, this pandemic... I had like oh. 10, 10-day tour booked in and then then Boris said, Sorry, pal. We're going in.
1: Personally, messages. He
0: didn't ring me. He didn't ring me, no. He <laughs> didn't text me again. Soz babes. Just, uh...
1: <laughs> Just to you personally. You and Gok yeah.
0: yeah. Me, Gok Wan, Kim and Kanye. We have this WhatsApp together.
1: <laughs> and Boris.
0: And Who, Boris who's yeah. admin? Boris is admin. <laughs> which sometimes you're like, oh, is he going to give us an update? And then Dominic Cummings comes in and we have to boot him out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that'd be that'd be a good WhatsApp group. I'd be involved with that. Well I've already got one with Kim and Kanye what am I on about? Obviously. <laughs> big fans of the show. <laughs> um when was there another thing I was thinking, when so when you're not doing comedy, what is there anything else that you like doing apart from like like hobby wise?
0: Someone asked me this uh, a few weeks ago and I just sat and I was like, no, there's nothing. I don't do anything. And I was like really troubled by it. I'm like I should tonight, Like I watch films. I love watching films and stuff oh, yeah. and that, But not, no. Well, um, comedy's not really. got a big
1: thing though, isn't
0: it? It's like it is, but it, when it overloads your mind, like so I'll I'll think of a, to like I can't, I can't sit and not think about it or like if my brain thinks of an idea, I'll have to write it down or Oh, film good. it or whatever. So it is. It's. I can't sit down and write. though. I don't know how, what that's what really you hard, do. That's but...
1: hard. Yeah, isn't it? I've. It's good to bounce ideas off someone. I find. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's.
1: But it's really hard when you just sat there with yourself and your own thoughts.
0: I think I have thrive under pressure. Like, I haven't really sat down and written in ages. But yesterday, like four hours before my gig. I ended up writing, like, five five minutes of material. I think oh. it's because I knew it was on the day and I looked at old notes that I've written f- for the past few months and I've just taken them notes and kind of acted them out and sort of thing. So I think under pressure and near the deadline is when I, my kind of thoughts all come to fruition. My right. brain kind of creates the... I think I just give it an idea, it creates it in the background and then tells me about it ten minutes before I'm on. <laughs>
1: I know what you mean. Sometimes when you're doing other things, you get ideas, and when you're sat there, nothing.
0: Yeah. I, I, like what People say that they can sit up in front of a computer and just write for ages. I'm like, wow, that's a talent.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I couldn't do that. Um, do you, did you find when you were first starting out that um, you'd be a bit embarrassed to tell people you were doing comedy? Or were you just like, did you just tell everyone?
0: Not really. Yeah, I pretty much went that route, because yeah. I think everyone always, because of the magic stuff, people knew that I was a performer, and they, yeah, it was kind of always an unspoken thing that Jack's a comedian, even oh, when really? I wasn't, so, like, I think people always kind of knew that I, I was doing something, so yeah, I did, I, I, I hated, like, saying to people, until it was a job, I hated saying to people, oh, I'm a comedian, because... Even though I was, I didn't really think I'd earned me stripes, oh, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but then I, I, I said that to Nick Helm, and he was like, oh, If you do one gig, you're a comedian. And I, so I think he's got a fair point.
1: Oh, name dropping again.
0: What a name dropping. <laughs> no, want a name drop. <laughs> Most people on this probably don't know who Nick Helm is.
1: I do. It's on um, Uncle, isn't he? he right? something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's really funny.
0: Well, me. Me, him, Jimmy Cranky, Les Dennis, <laughs> and the Chuckle us went fly fishing together. Um, and what, that's not true.
1: What, what bodily fluid did he clean off you? <laughs> we've had, we've already had sick and wee, so there's only one... Oh, no, two more
0: <laughs> <left>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just rereading the email I got. Let's keep it clean, this one. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> well, I tried to. I was trying to keep it light. So I thought o- older people can listen, and they can have a yeah. cup of tea and listen. And it gonna be so clean. And then <laughs> it all went downhill when I spoke to Jed.
0: <laughs> of course, it did. Yeah.
1: So he told the rudest story ever. Which so,
0: one?
1: Um, about a Valentine's gig with um, where he was performing in between strippers. Oh, That yeah. one. So, yeah, if you're listening to this and you want to know more about that, listen to Jed's episode. But, yeah, pretty rude. So I was like, do you know what? It's gone out the window now. Because I'm not a prude person. I just wanted to keep it, like, light. Yeah, no, but yeah. But it's ruined now, so... <laughs> <laughs> um. So I always ask people if they have, like, a story where somebody's really boosted your morale in a situation or you've helped someone else... Um this is, this, this is what I said to Jed when he told me that story. So it could be anything. Have you well, just had a nice little story you wanted to share?
0: I stopped a fight in a kebab shop on New Year's Eve because I started dancing. Did you? Like, I was, this <laughs> is uh, six years ago. There was like on a, I think in, on a night out on the whole New Year's <laughs> Eve. And then there was this fight in a kebab shop. And I just started dancing in the middle of the kebab shop. And then kind of, I don't, like, I could have just got hit. I I was lucky that I just didn't become part of the fight. (laughs) But I think everyone just kind of, because they saw what I was doing and because the addedness of the fact it was New Year's Eve, like, I started doing this silly dance and then a few people got involved and it kind of, like, dispelled the situation a bit and then we all carried on ordering our burgers and kebabs.
1: (laughs) Um, I've got an image of you tap dancing for some reason.
0: It was it was kind of tap. It was, was like it? it was like Cossack dancing type. Stuff. I can <laughs> like, imagine you I, tap I used dancing. To, I used to have these um, leather snake skin boots. I, that they're not leather and snake skin, are they? but I used to have these <laughs> snake skin boots that, that they had like a heel on them. And I'm about eighteen, nineteen, and, and I'd go out in these because I thought I looked cool, and I didn't. But yeah, so I got these snakeskin boots and I had to wear six pairs of socks because they were like two sizes too big. I was in a nightclub with them one time and this this girl like clocked to me on the dance floor. I thought, here we go, I'm going to pull it. <laughs> I've never done this before. What's going to happen? She got closer and she got a phone out and I was like, she's going to give me a number as well. And then she she, she just got, got to me whispering in my ear and shouted because Michael said, can I take a picture of your shoes and that was all she wanted, oh. not my number, not a kiss and then so, so yeah, I said yeah and then she she took a picture of my shoes, aiming the camera at my shoes but I still posed like I still <laughs> did like a pose with my face and everything We're like, not gonna see that.
1: <laughs> I wonder if she still got that picture. Yeah. Somewhere.
0: Or she might have deleted it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't you find on um, nights out you always end up with photos with random people?
0: Oh, yeah. I've got loads of photos. I crashed a wedding once. a Did wedding you? party, we got, I got loads of photos with a bride and groom. What? Like... How? It was a, like like a pub function room and we wandered downstairs and there was like a buffet on and then we ended up chatting with a bride and groom and then, yeah, staying for a couple hours.
1: And they weren't bothered?
0: <laughs> no, they, they they were like actively... Allowing us to be involved. That's all right. I was like, we paid for the buffet. Go and have what you want. (laughs) Actually,
1: to be fair, yeah, at my wedding, I would have been the same. If there were nice people.
0: Yeah. Not if we were little toe (laughs) rags. I've been to a wedding that wasn't a wedding. Like, I was booked. uh, My friend was getting married. And then a few months before, um, they decided that they weren't going to get married. Oh, Um, and they, they, they still had they still had the place booked out, and they had family coming, so she still invited us, and we still went to the wedding party. Oh, really? And we we had we, we had a full like wedding dinner and drinks and stuff. So it was a wedding that wanted a wedding
1: because she couldn't get her money back.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I oh, well, we thought, well. All right, we'll just have a party.
1: Well, I guess the other half's people wouldn't have been there.
0: Oh no! <laughs> I mean, that would have been weird, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. When I was younger, I used to think divorce meant that you got married again, but in a black wedding dress. That's what I was used to imagine. Like, you have a party, oh. but you're wearing black instead of white.
0: That's such a good idea. It is,
1: isn't it? Dye your original dress. Yeah. One last big blowout, sorted even that, even the,
0: the, the that should be a ritual where you dye your <laughs> wedding dress. Yeah. Like you get all you get all your girlfriends round and you dye your wedding dress, and then if you're the if you're the bra, uh, the groom, you get all your lads round and you dye you dye your black dress black <laughs> dye it white. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, that is such a good idea. Should so
0: we start this business? Because yeah. I think we Divor- can make a side profit from this.
1: Divorce parties.
0: Like yeah, you said you talk? you wanted a yeah. new uh, there we go. job, new venture.
1: <laughs> Having a divorce, let us arrange a party for you. You could do some comedy. You could absolutely Might... roast them and their relationship.
0: Well that yeah, why don't that's what it should be, should not it? You invite all your friends and family. You do the ceremonially dining of the clothes and then you roast <laughs> all your friends and family come up and say <laughs> I knew I knew this would not last when she, he was cheating off with Carol <laughs> over the road. And then Carol cuts to Carol over the road, like, putting her hands in the air, like, oh, silly me.
1: And everyone's like, oh, Carol, what are you like? <laughs> that sounds mint.
0: Yeah, I'm up for that.
1: Surely someone must have done this, surely, in America.
0: It seems like a very American thing, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: because yeah, they do all those... Uh... <laughs> Uh, oh, no, that's English, isn't it? There's, like, Married at First Sight and yeah, all that rubbish. But, yeah, oh, that's... Yeah, well, right to Channel 4 with this idea. <laughs> Surely, the amount of rubbish that's on telly.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then you could... So then everyone could have a bit of a roast and then you could come on and just absolutely go to town on them. <laughs>
0: I hope you mean with roasting and not, <laughs> not anything
1: else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, with
0: roast. I mean, that would change the atmosphere completely. It'd have to be on after 10 o'clock if that was that was the case.
1: <laughs> yeah, I could get like um, someone like Rylan to present it. Yes. <laughs> I could imagine that. Because imagine... he'll do
0: anything, Rylan, oh, won't he? Yeah. He'll host anything.
1: Oh, I will, and oh, we could try to get Philip Schofield, but I think Ryland's more likely. <laughs> um, I thought yeah, you were going think... to tell me that you'd hung out with them then.
0: <laughs> you know, no, I've not got, got Philip Schofield and Ryland stories yet. Yeah. Get in touch, both yeah, of them. Yeah, it.
1: never know. When things start kicking off again, we'll be partying <laughs> with them next. Oh well, thank thanks for coming on to chat with me. I think I feel like we've covered a lot there.
0: Thanks for having me. Yeah, we've got a new business venture. <laughs> uh, we've learnt we've learnt that I get myself into scrapes with celebrities and body fluids, <laughs> and we've learnt a bit about comedy. Yeah, yeah. What what a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon.
1: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, so yeah, I hope you have a lovely rest of your Sunday. Have you got any plans?
0: No, not really. I'm probably go- I'm gonna carry on watching a film on uh, on the um, Amazon Prime. Oh, which one? It's called I Care a Lot. Oh, it's we're gonna watch that with... tonight. It's really good. Is it? I won't ruin it. It's yeah, really good. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, it looks good on the advert. That's tonight's plan. Oh, you watch
0: Greenland as well.
1: My other half Rob watched it, but I was like, you can watch it on your own because it looks a bit too depressing.
0: No, it's not actually, oh, but it? it is a bit it... B movie. But it is it is good. It is a good film. I would recommend it.
1: Oh, cool! Yeah, there's a few good films
0: out at the minute, isn't there? Yeah, they're, they're making good stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy your film, and I'll, yeah, I'll look forward to watching that later. But um, and at some point, go, try a cup of tea.
0: Okay. Maybe I should film it and do it yeah. as well.
1: A... <laughs> Maybe next time we're both at a gig. I'll bring the tea bags one yeah, day.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah, film it. <laughs> oh, but I don't want you to hurt yourself. I'm not responsible if you do.
0: You're saying it like <laughs> I'm a child. like. But that is how I feel when someone tries to suggest that. I'm like, I don't want to hurt my lips. Like,
1: but Can I just say, you You don't need to neck it in one. Like, You can sip it.
0: I know you can sip it, but I still... I, mean, I just don't know how you all do it. <laughs>
1: Right, that's going to happen and it's going to be filmed one day when we're out in the real world. I'm down. All right then, Have, have a lovely day. See you later. Cheers. Bye. Thank you, bye. Thank you very much for listening to this week's Tea with the Morale Queen. With me, Millie armstrong Clark, who you can follow on Instagram, at Mill Comedy. Like and subscribe and all that jazz, whatever you do on podcasts. I'm not down with the kids enough to remember um, <laughs> wherever you listen to your poddies, basically. Uh, it's just what they say at the end of the podcast, isn't it? I thought I'd give it a go. Um, you can follow Jack, at Jack Gledo, on Instagram, and on TikTok, at Squeaky Northerner. Thank you very much for listening. Now go stick the kettle on. See you next time.